<laughs> it's rock lifestyle. All right, guys, thanks for coming back uh, for another week. We have my friend Chris with us today. He works at Heron Hill Winery, um, but I'll give you kind of a background on how him and I met, and then we'll kind of dive into um, what he does at the winery and kind of his background as well. So I met him through our mutual friend, Tammy, yes. and she let my aunt Lacey and I crash their Halloween um table at roar <laughs> and i asked her like many times I'm like are you sure it's okay that we're like coming because i don't know them i only knew tammy at the time and she's like yeah it's fine and i felt so bad because i'm like there's a bottle here and i think i only had one shot with you guys because i'm like i yeah. don't know you i don't want to like, take your alcohol um but we didn't really talk much that night and there was another time that we all got together yeah I think you stopped maybe at the bank. Yeah, and we were able to talk a little bit there. And then we've had some, of course, New York here project outings. Oh, yes. Um, and then... Frequents. Frequents. Um, but there's the wine night. Yeah. For, um, yes. So Chris, um, Sammy, and I went to flight a couple weeks ago. Um, but Chris is just like, you know, I can tell when... I like someone and when they're a good person, like deep down and Chris is one of those people. So I knew like we were just going to like click as friends. And Aww. I went to the, I went to your work for the drag show, uh, yes. sipping paint. So That's that was so like, fun. Yeah. But yeah, when Chris and I and Tammy went to flight, he just kind of opened up and told me about his life and his journey. And I thought that, People should hear that. And I was like, can you please come on our podcast? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I, I, you didn't really like tell me that. I thought we were just talking about wine. This makes me more excited. Well, I just, I mean, I know you love her in hell too. So I'm like, that'll just be great in general. And mm-hmm. then Chris like told me his story and how he ended up here in Rochester. I'm like, I just feel like so many people can relate to it. And I okay. want your story okay where are you from originally um i'm originally from new hampshire so i grew up um in the northeast um but i lived in philadelphia for about seven and a half eight years oh wow down there for school um doing nothing wine related (laughs) um but i was um i did my graduate my undergrad and my graduate degree um, down outside of Philadelphia, um, and then I met um, my husband now, who is um, he's from the area here. Um, so we were long distance for quite a while, probably about eight months of our relationship. We were long distance, long time, which is uh, very challenging. Yeah, <laughs> challenging uh, when you're it was like five hours apart, um, and then. Um, I was kind of ending, um, like nearing the end of my grad program where the rest of my um, program was online and um, I had the opportunity to kind of come up here and move so I could be closer to him and um, 
Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I got here. Um, I studied um, music therapy um, in my graduate program, so um, nothing wine related, but um, I'm super passionate about wine. And um, when I was in Philly, started, um, I had this like aha moment one day where I was like, I want to be that 80 year old man who has a wine collection that's like massive. And so I started collecting um, like here and there, here and there, um, which was super difficult when I started. And um, when I was visiting Nate up here, I was like, oh my God, Finger Lakes, like huge. Amazing. And, um, and we went wine tasting when I'd come up to visit him. And um, I found Heron Hill um, when we were staying at an Airbnb in Canada and fell in love with their wines um, and became a wine club member there. And then like a year and some change later when I moved here, reached out for a job and um, started part-time with them just as a, with the, um, the fancy name is consumer educator. So we, we pour wine mm -hmm. on our wines. And it wasn't until it was like two months after I started where they had offered me this um, tasting room manager position. So, which like, and I was honored because to me that was like a job that I thought was not ever like attainable for myself. And like, I'd only been there for two months. So like, whoa, and um, took it on and I'm still the tasting room manager there now. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Oh boy, I don't know what helps you. <laughs> no, that's so fun. I can see why Vanessa want you to share that. Cause we're like all about people just stopping doing like the mundane and following their dreams and it, finding something random that you love, even though it's not what we went to school for, it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Yeah. And I, um, I didn't realize like how passionate I was about the industry and about wine until after I started there. Mm -hmm. Um, like I loved wine, but didn't realize how much I love wine. Um, so, which I like my goal when I was in school was to kind of work in the medical field. And a lot of my experience has been in hospitals and like, that was what I was going for. Um, I actually, um, we originally moved to Elmira, New York, and I was going to actually go to medical school to become a doctor. Wow. And after I started working at Heron, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so much fun. Like, I felt like I found my niche. Yeah. Like I, and so I, which was, like, a big thing for me because it was a really long time where I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. Like, that was what I set out to do. I was doing my music therapy thing, but, like, I was mm -hmm. going to be. And then it was, like, a huge identity thing for me. Yeah find something I was super passionate about and like chose it for me not just because I was trying to please other people like it yes. was my it was my thing I was doing it for my own happiness and like um dove head first into the wine industry um so I think that's important too to hold on to it's like when you find something you're passionate about if it's something that you love, doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't. And then look what you did now. Like you got promoted in a couple months. Now you're still there. I can only wait to see where you'll be in a few years from now. 
It's so cool. I feel like that kind of relates to the Go Frost Yourself girls too. Yes, it they does. Both worked at different bakeries and then came. They met each other through one of them and decided to do their own thing. And now they're so much happier working yeah. for themselves and having their own business. So, like later in life, you can have your own winery. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I don't know. It's like every day is a new. A new thing. I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going to end up in the industry, but like, I'm going to work hard and network and see kind of what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Um, as long as you're okay with that. Like, I feel like it's being comfortable in that uncomfortable space. That's like the key to growth right there. They teach us at a young age, at least in my schools, like, oh, what do you want to do for a living? Do you have a five year plan? Blah, blah, blah. I'm the biggest encourager of like to not have those kinds of things because I, you need to check in with yourself all of the time. We're always growing and evolving. So to have a, assume you're not going to change in five years and put like a goal in yourself, especially at a young, like high school tender age. I feel like the biggest, like you, you're thrown into life and you're like, you have to know what you want to do. And it's like, it's okay not to know. Mm-hmm. I think that's the like hardest thing to come to terms with is like it is okay not to know and it's like now is the time to try things yeah. and see what happens and you know like yeah I went to hair school I went to cosmetology and I worked in a salon as a receptionist for four years yeah. it was right out of high school it was a hard salon to build any type of clientele though because they weren't walk-ins so I had rose relying on friends and family they only need it you know so many times per year it's not like a monthly thing and like you were saying Amanda in at least like Rochester schools they do have you kind of study like career path yeah and mine was cosmetology so that's the path I went I worked there and I decided it's not what I wanted to so I'm now in banking have been for about 10 years and I love working with the businesses and doing our thing on the side has just like made me love it even more. So if I stick with business banking where I'm at or do something completely different, but still working with the local businesses, that's what I, that's what I love. Yeah. And she's so good at it too. Like it just, I feel like over the past few years, she's evolved even more. Like I just went somewhere and I recently got like the confidence to talk about like rock lifestyle where Vanessa always has the confidence to talk to strangers about it. And you're like, oh, is there another one of you? Because I feel like there's someone that talks to us about this. And I like pulled up her picture and like, oh, that's her partner. Yes. And you know what? It made me sad because I haven't gone hiking at all this year. Mm-hmm. That reminded me. I'm like, you know, I have to like, I take a Sunday or like one of the days that I'm off and go. Yeah. Coffee place. <laughs> we were all the way out in Dansville. So like that was such a cool, like, oh my gosh, she knew exactly what I was talking about. And it was cool. I was like, that's yeah. cool. and I would have never done that before, but you give me the confidence to be that way. I think once I became relationship banker, I was like, you know, I talk to people all day and they're so excited to talk about what they do. Why am I holding back when I go out to these places and you and yeah. I are doing our thing on the side? I'm like, they need to know. Yeah. They need to know about us so we can help promote them and work together. And Because I secretly think people like are, I don't know, I secretly think people judge me sometimes, which is silly. And over time, I've gotten over that. I think that's where I like held back. And I think if I was still a teller, I probably wouldn't be 
doing that at all. Like, I don't think I would be the same person I am today. Yeah, it's all about like these weird definitions. And I recently had someone ask me like, who are you outside of like, being a like what outside of what are you doing who are you as like a human doer like when you're done doing all the things on the list like who are you and it, it was such a deep question because it's like so true your first thing is always to go to what you self-define yourself as your job I'm going to be a doctor and then all of a sudden like that gets shaken up a little bit and you're like whoa what is my like purpose almost and I don't know it kind of gave me a lot of perspective there when I really thought about it because like when I took all the titles out of it and like I actually kind of liked what was left and I can't believe I was so scared to face that I think that's good yourself about that stuff though like like you were like I'm gonna be a doctor but then you fell in love with the line and the background on it yeah so you're like this makes me really happy and you just went for it yeah well and I think the cool thing too and one like that sparked my interest is like when you think about wine every single bottle is different every single glass is different Any, anywhere you go just like people right and it's like another neat thing that I like to think about when thinking about wine is like every bottle of wine is a time capsule it like captures a moment in time and it's every single bottle right so like captures a moment in time what the weather was like that year, what those wineries are able to offer as far as grape growing and, and soil type and just like reflecting in the wine. It's everything is ever changing and there's always something to learn. And I'm also somebody that doesn't like to feel like I'm done or like I hit a ceiling. So there's always, there's always stuff to learn. It's always things that are ever evolving. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like every year's different. And they say that when you're tasting the wine, like this year, this is why it tastes a little more like Absolutely. This. Yeah. Like uh, the vintage years or the, the, the growing year is going to drastically change the flavor. So from year to year, depending on what the weather was, um, is going to impact the flavor. And also like the winemaking techniques that go into it as well. But, um, with your background of music therapy, I know you mentioned that people come to you, they're just like drawn to you. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it must go hand in hand. You come off that it, you saying music therapy didn't surprise me at all. You have a very calming like demeanor. So I feel like if I was sitting there sipping wine, having a bad day, I would probably pour out my life story yeah. for sure. I hear a lot of people's, people's business. <laughs> It's but, like being a hairdresser. It's just like a part of the standing there and talking to people kind of thing. When I went to hair school, that's one of like the things that we learned. We had a whole section on it that you're going to hear about people's background stories. Yeah. You're their therapist yeah. outside of maybe their regular therapist. Yeah. We had to sign like a certification for it. No way. That's wild. I know a tattoo artist told me that you'd be surprised at crazy things people talk to you about in the chair. And I never really thought about like, I get what people would spill in the chair, but. My sessions have always been pretty short, except for one on my ribs, but I had my girlfriend there. So like, we were all just chatty and normal. I don't want anyone to talk to me when I'm getting a tattoo of all things. I'm just like focusing on breathing and whatever. I just don't, I don't have anything to say, but I guess people say some wild stuff. So 
I I feel for you guys. What's the craziest thing someone's ever like told you? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Me and Vanessa have a list of crazy things bank people have told us. I I I don't know. I hear some crazy stuff and I don't I honestly like here. If I think of it while we're sitting here, I'll I didn't come prepared for that. So <laughs> I um we'll see. I if I think of it while we're talking okay. about I'll burn it out, but I hear some crazy things. I also meet some people at some pretty crazy times in their day. Uh, yes. So whether we're the first stop on the tour or the fourth stop on the tour, um, sometimes different things come out. Do you like the tours that come? Like the parties? Sometimes. Okay. Um, it depends. Like there's uh, there's some really great groups that come. There's also some pretty wild groups. It's, it's, it's all part of the everyday binary like I, I've seen it all at this point like <laughs> yeah standing on chairs I think the wildest wow. thing I ever watched was body shots in the tasting room and it was between between two different parties <laughs> so it wasn't people of the same party like there was a bachelorette group on one end and like I don't even know it was like a bunch of older people <laughs> on the other end of the room and they combined parties and did body shots off of each other so that was pretty wild. I would have killed to see that. At a winery. So it was a really great time. Like, uh, I didn't even really serve shots at a winery. Oh, we don't. Oh, they okay. Off of each other. They were shooting like, wine now. All right. Took the tasting pours that we gave them and put um, put it on like little, they had little necklace shot glasses. Oh, yeah. Stop it right now. Who was driving? Time. I always get nervous when who's driving. A lot of the times the big parties like that do have they're on buses. Yeah. So there's people that are chauffeuring them. So. What's the deal with that now? I've heard so many mixed things about wine tours post COVID. I have not been on one since. Well, you and I went on one like kind of during COVID for Michelle's bachelorette. Correct. Yeah, it was it was kind of <laughs> during COVID. Yeah, definitely in the like the midst of it. <laughs> um there's not a lot of wineries that take large parties. Um, at least on our lake. Um, I don't know about the other lakes, but on on Cuca, there's only a few that really take buses and limos. Yeah. So it used to be everyone. I'm sure it's kind of a pain for everybody to do it, and it was their excuse to kind of tone it down. Maybe there's a lot that goes into like bigger parties as far as. I we had my birthday. Um, we did a wine tour on Cuca Lake, and Heron Hill was one of the stops. I would say it was my favorite stop because they had us outside, um, a big long table. Cheese. They did like a cheese. Well, I, maybe I got my own cheese, but I was excited about yeah. the cheese at that point. I needed food. You, like, you got your own cheese for sure. <laughs> That's like it's, when we out more outside of work ish. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I so love Cuca Lake. So you went to Heron Hill then? Heron Hill is one of my favorite wineries. Actually, you guys need to bring brunch back because that was my favorite. Your brunch was amazing. Uh, was it during COVID? 2019, 20, no, 2018. That's when we went, actually. I, my pictures just came up. They used to have this little like baby skillet, like your personal skillet, and it had like the potatoes and the bacon. It was like so good. And you just the view, obviously, you know, but like at that time of the morning, so peaceful and the food was so yummy. And it was the perfect way to kick off 
a little, it was just me and my husband. We had brunch and then we just went to a couple wineries for the day. And it was like such a nice like way to start our morning. You're not the only one who's talked about the restaurant. And I unfortunately never got to experience it. Uh, uh, my hair, early Heron Hill experiences was at our tasting room in Canadagua. So I didn't go to the Cuca tasting room really until I started working there. Um, but we used to have a restaurant. Lots of people talk about it. <laughs> it unfortunately closed when COVID hit. And um, it's just not ever reopened. So. Oh, that's a little sad because it was so delicious. And they did a great job with it. We guys do different events now. I saw yep. music. So every Friday from four to seven through um, August, we have our happy hour, which is wines by the glass, beer by the glass. We have food truck, lawn games, live music. Um, it's a super fun time. But we also do other events throughout the year as well. Like you were saying, we did, um, I had a drag queen come, Miss Ava Flo. Yeah, I was going to say, was that your doing? That's so fun. My doing, yes. Yeah. Um, Love it. Which we're, was, yeah. We're big drag queen peeps over here like RuPaul's Drag Race is my actual favorite show over here what's the problem it was the first event of its kind in the Finger Lakes was it really uh, good for you we made history it was really um, exciting hell yeah. yeah that's awesome Ava Flo she's a, a local um, she's a Rochester queen here's been doing drag what, who is it again it's Ava Flo oh Ava Flo okay Yes. That's fun. I was going to say, I've seen Darian Lake before and I've seen um, like Kasha Davis. Those are both a couple of local ones that were on Rue. Kasha Davis follows me on Instagram. It was a really life-changing moment for me, honestly. It would have changed my life too. I've seen her on TV so many times. <laughs> like, oh my God, are you sure this is the official account? Because now you can like buy the check mark. So make sure you double check. She's real. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's her. She's real. I'm kidding. I I hope that they that she comes back and does another show yeah. and paint. But I hope that other wineries, not just on Cuca, but I hope that other wineries see that and do it at their own. Yeah. Kind of make it their own. And Honestly, queer representation in Finger Lakes region is not super out there. And it's been my goal since I've started there to kind of boost that. And um, it's like an honor working for a place that like respects that and embraced all of the ideas that I had brought to them. And um, during the month, during pride month, we had um, a pride flag flying at the end of the drive at our, at the end of our driveway. And um, that's cool. Drive around Cuba Lake. There's really not there's a lot of places that fly pride flags. I was going to say that's not, an area that you typically see that so I feel like that's really amazing that's a part of why I love living in Rochester like in, in our local community I feel like we have a really strong like pride community a lot of restaurants have flags I think that this month you saw it like I remember um when we were like ramping up to to uh it was like a week or so before um the pain set and I was chatting with a table at the winery and um, they were from North Carolina, and the one of the gentlemen looked at me, and he was like, "You're doing what?" And he was like, "Good luck." And I was, and I was like, "Change happens one baby step at a time. Mm -hmm. It's change if nobody does anything, right?" Yep. So um, I don't know. I'm excited 
to see what happens and what future future events happen. We're definitely going to try and have her come again to do another one. And yeah. Cool. I want to come to the next one. And, you know, they always make it so easy for you to paint whatever it is. But then to have a show in between all that. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. She does them in Rochester, too. So, like, if you ever want to go, she does them every single month. Okay. Every single month. It's $18. Um, and you get your canvas and your paints. And, of course, you get a show. And uh, So fun. Yeah. What's, like, your favorite part about um, being in the taste room? Um. Definitely the people. I know that may sound cliche, but like when when I get to when I talk about my job, I absolutely love my job because what I get to do every day is pour wine and talk to people. And it's the people that make the experience. And our wine is delicious. And I, I my favorite part is just like making connections with people, developing relationships. I love when people come back and they're like, oh my God, you poured for me like two months ago and you got me hooked on this wine. And like, you told me to go here and this was great. Like, I love being able to provide an experience for people in the Finger Lakes, but not only talk about hair and hill, but like send people to other places too. So like on my days off, I'm going wine tasting tomorrow. Like I go wine tasting on my days off so that I can see what, other places have to offer and like what people are pouring at other places right now and um, I love that. creating a really amazing experience for people when they come to the Finger Lakes not only people from outside the region but we also see a lot of locals too yeah. so I've talked about your your podcast in in the tasting room at tables so yeah you'll have to featured on the episode now well, I was going to say, we should totally put like a Chris's recommendation, like list for when you go to taste. So, you know, I feel like personally I get overwhelmed when I am at the tasting thing. You just see a bunch of names, they give you like the marker and you got to check them or whatever. So it'd be cool to like have a reference before heading out to wine country on like maybe what you're going to be in the mood for plan your day out a little bit based on your palate. Yeah. Yeah. Send me your list and we'll add it. Okay. To post. Do I like favorite wines or do you want like favorite wineries or yes. whatever you feel yeah what you feel yeah I love that oh I love talking about wine and then I love talking about people just like living their dreams and the fact that you're sitting here saying that the favorite part of your job as an upstate New Yorker is talking to people means that you're doing something right you like your life enough that you just said that with a straight face and you mean it oh I do <laughs> like I don't know I'm telling you, it's not Vanessa's favorite part of her job. Well, it's not, it's not, but where I'm at now compared to being a teller, yes, it's much better. I feel like you're super easy to like talk to though. And like she is. Before we hopped on the Zoom call, I don't think you've like said this yet, but like I I'm somebody that takes a hot second to like yeah. in, in my personal life outside of everything, um, I take a hot second to warm up to people sometimes. And like, there's, I don't want to say there's like this stress period, but like, there's a half second where I'm like, I got to feel you out, you know? It's fair. When I met Vanessa for the first time, I was like, you're great. We're best friends. <laughs> love you. And like, I don't know, we connected. That's good. I love that because now that 
I'm a mom. I do feel like it makes me feel better knowing that Vanessa has much people out there taking care of her when I'm like have to drop the ball sometimes. Not that she can't take care of herself, but it's just good that she has like friends out there to go places with and do these fun things. Like I couldn't drive to Cuca on a weeknight to paint the thing, but I really wanted to. But I was glad that she had like you there to like encourage her to do fun shit like that. And I feel like friends like you have opened it up. And I actually just showed my husband a picture from our engagement party, which was in 2018. And I showed him a picture. It was of you and me. And I was like, look, Nessa's glow up from internally. Like literally, like you're yeah. even your face, like the way that you were standing, like your posture, like she just posted a picture the other day and it just, it blows my mind. She just is so night and day. You wouldn't recognize her personality if you met her years ago. She's literally glowing at all times. Yes. She didn't yeah. used to. She had somebody <laughs> like sucking the sparkle out of her. And now she is always having people miss her with sparkle. I just feel like since I broke up with my ex, I really have become my own person. And I've really embraced each and every one of my friends. Like, you bring out something different in me, but you bring out something else in me too. And it's like, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by so many amazing people. And when I don't feel like that, connection or vibe with someone I I do stay in my difference distance and I may like not be as bubbly but everyone brings out like this new side of me and I love it yeah. and you guys always hype me up so it's easy to like glow well it's freaking easy are you kidding me because there's just certain people in your life that check in on you check in on your heart and she's one of them she'll no matter what phase I've been in in my life and our friendship over the last however many years you've always checked in on me in each and every moment and I always have appreciated that it just is what makes our friendship so special and it's what makes our partnership so strong and yeah it's why we rock and Chris and I talked about that too, like checking in on one another. And if you're not really putting in that effort with that person, like you kind of see where you stand. You do. You put in this effort if you're not going to as well. So even over this past like couple months, I've learned that from. Yeah. And learning not to take it personally is also another thing. You know, I love ever since I've uh, decided that when someone says like, I don't have time, even when I say I don't have time, it doesn't actually mean you don't have time. It just means you don't feel like prioritizing that. So if someone's like, oh, shoot, I'm so sorry. I didn't have time to give you a call. You have plenty of time. I just wasn't at the top of your priority list. That's fine. I know where I stand, you know, in that sense. And that's totally cool. I'm not mad about it, but I'm just no longer going to go out of my way to like, that's just not a person I'm going to go out of my way to deposit into anymore until I start to see more of an effort. And then I'll feel like I want to reciprocate here. And, you know, it just it depends on the person, you know, the people that suck the life out of you. And you can tell if somebody's dropped off the face of the earth, you maybe should check in on them if it's not like, like them. So each just situation is different but I mean if it's the same thing and someone's showing you who they are then maybe that's who they are I remember there was this video one time and I think we've talked about it before I saw it on TikTok and um the video was like do you know how to tell when somebody's a good friend or it said stop messaging pretty soon you're gonna see a day's gonna go by two weeks are going to go by, six months are going to go by, and you're going to realize that 
everything was dependent on you putting the effort in and checking on them. And it was like, stop putting effort into relationships where they don't reciprocate. And it was like an aha for me. It was like, all right, well then let's see what happens. And honestly, it was pretty sad. It's really sad. It is. You stop messaging someone or being like, hey, hope you're doing well. How are you doing? And then there's just radio silence. And it's like, okay, well, you know, but you're not someone who does that though, because you check in on me. It is a sad thing when that happens and it tends to be big moments in your life that the people who are good friends show up and the people who you're like, oh, wow, like this person was probably just a good time in my life and not like a valued friendship. And I feel like at this age, like between like late 20s into your 30s, you kind of start to slow down, don't go out as much and like do that kind of thing. You start to see like those friends that were just like your go out on Friday night friends are just now the friends that you like, like their Facebook posts and not your first call to like have an intimate conversation or like just like one glass of wine. It's like, not like that. And that's totally fine to have those friends. And I think everybody comes into your life for a reason and a season. Um, but I just try not to let those people who like, when you stop checking in, like show, like trying to let that hold weight. Cause like when I got married and even like when I had my baby, like, you know, you're in a different spot in your life you've fallen off because you're way busier than you've ever been and like I do my best but you know it it does show like who's gonna like check in on you see how you've been how's your kid like do you need to get out of the house like do you have spit up in your hair like those people you like kind of are like okay thank you I pre- like I see you I appreciate you but the other ones I'm like almost thank you as well because now I will no longer waste time going out of my way wasting the little time I have giving it to someone that's not prioritizing me back and like you were saying, some friends are here for a season and then some are more than just that one season of your life or chapter. Yeah. Um, I mean, all of us here have had friends that we don't talk to anymore. Yeah. We've learned from that friendship and we've taken that and planted seeds somewhere else. For sure. Coincidentally enough, it's usually the people who, once you've reached a conflict of some kind, that's usually the point. And it's the friendships that you can resolve conflict and like our friendships more important than the conflict. Those are the friendships that thrive and blossom. Because if you get into one argument with somebody and break up, that's a middle school relationship. Right. So I'd rather have people who want to fight for me and I want to fight for them because that's like important to me. Because that if you're going to fight for me, then you're going to fight for my kid. And that's important to me. Right, like a couple years ago when a situation was happening with that one person that we never mentioned their name, everyone, like you and Georgia who were there at the time when it started, you both like told that person that was not called for, like, you know, the most trustworthy person that we know. That's why you invited me to be in your wedding, like one part. But Two years later, we find out, well, not even, like probably later that year or the next year, mm-hmm. we find that person. Yeah. Great person. But I mean, <laughs> you knew she wasn't a great person. I pretty much knew, but I had like Ariana Maddox, like glasses yeah. on. Like, well, she's nice to me. So, and then she wasn't. And 
I don't know. That's kind of when I, when that whole thing happened, I'm like, oh shoot, I do that. You know what I mean? So if someone's being a shitty friend to one of your friends and they're capable of being a shitty friend to you, that was another huge lesson learned. Yeah. If someone's being mean to my friend, first off, that other person is not my friend. You should not be acting like that towards anyone that. Especially a drag brunch. It's like literally sacred. Are you insane? The wins, the mood, the rest of the time I was there. I know. Seriously, like who does that drag brunch? No one that we associate with anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Definitely not. The dog, my dogs just got groomed and they're just like outside, just like jumping on each other. And it's very funny. Love and life with their new haircut. Yeah. You know, my sister's dog's so little. So for him to just be playing with my dogs a lot bigger is kind of funny. It shows that how good he's feeling. Love to do a wine night. Okay. Yeah. I love wine. A little dip and sip. That's what we're calling it. Thanks for having me. Gosh, thanks for coming on. I like a dry cab. So if you have any recommendations for a wine night, that's my like avenue. All right. I'll remember that. <laughs> I got all everybody's wine, what they like. I store in my brain. So oh, I love it. I got, you need to bring him to Napa. I got, yeah. three, I got 300 <laughs> bottles sitting in my living room. So I got you. Oh, can't wait. Well, you guys have fun. <laughs> Don't get into too much trouble. Thanks. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.